Hello, welcome to the World Cafe Podcast. This podcast has been designed with curated content that centers on the power of words. Can we really do anything without speaking? Can we really do anything without the agency of words? Yes, that is what this podcast is all about. And I am your host, Amakri Isobe, your neighborhood word trader. I believe in the power of words, for it is the unit of creation. I trade in words to profit my world. Wonderful. <laughs> Always a wonderful pleasure being here. Okay, let us start the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good everything. How are you all doing? Yes, I told you the other day uh, that I'll be doing more this season, doing more of me, so to say, you know, talking to you without, uh, what I say, guests. <laughs> I'll be doing this. So how are you? How has it been with you? Your day? Your week? Yes, January ended. February, we're here. And somehow the year is rolling. Yeah. Okay. What are we going to do today? I want to talk about something that I have observed and really have come to appreciate. And somehow I see the force that is undeniable. We can use, we can ride on it to change a lot of things. And that's about storytelling. But now I'm going to look at it from the perspective of a tradition, a group of people who have embraced the art of storytelling and have used it to change so many things about themselves and created this niche, as it were, for themselves within the human race existence. I title this The Scots and Storytelling. But before I go into the the nitty-gritty of the day, I'm going to start with this. I have a, yeah, a father of three. Somehow my first is becoming a teenager and, you know, all that. But my last, my my daughter, who is seven, by the way, that she always comes to me to like, Daddy, tell me a story. And when I try to tell the story, she stops me like before. I even start like, tell me your story. And it's like, why are you always interested in my story, like my life story, how I grew up, where I grew up, how I played, my the neighborhood I grew up in, my friends and all that. And I try, I ask myself, why does she always go that way? Somehow, from her view, I have come to see that she connects with my story or rather connects with me when I tell her about my story, her imagination comes alive and she begins to imagine how daddy grew up and all that. And she connects with that humanity and reality and she begins to, in my opinion, weave her own reality from what daddy has told her. And so I come to see storytelling, the art of storytelling as an instrument that we can use to craft so many realities. 
no matter how complex a subject is, from mathematics to physics to chemistry to biology, the minute you bring it on the top of storytelling, even those we consider to be uh, low in IQ can relate with it. You know, so it is a beautiful thing, storytelling. I came upon a piece recently done by Dr. Austin Tam George, a brilliant, a brilliant mind. You know, I, I follow him. I follow his thoughts. He he, he was writing about uh, nation building, three lessons, you know, he learned from the American shipyard. I'm not going to read everything now because, I mean, that's a whole, a whole story of its own. But he ended the, that piece with these lines. He said, the world is a narrated entity and, it's, and storytelling is an integ- integral part of national myth. Make, national myth making, I beg your pardon. A nation that preserves its pl- public memory may likely escape the mistakes of its past. I'm going to take that again. The world is a narrated entity and storytelling is an integral part of national myth making. A nation that preserves its public memory may likely escape the mistakes of its past. I mean, I can't agree less or I can agree more, whatever. (laughs) Storytelling. How do we build? How do we project into the future? How do we retain, preserve our history, who we really are? How do we pass it from generation to generation? Be it by oral uh, verbal, be it, I mean, writing or what have you, it is on this stuff, the storytelling. Now, I have come to view the Scottish people of the Scots when it comes to storytelling. I mean, I made a few researches here and there, asked some questions, and you come to see that most of the world's best storytellers as in on that platform are Scots or the Scottish. And I've asked myself, why? Why are they regarded? Why are they viewed? Why are they seen as the best? And I saw something, and I'm going to read that then, going to sharing one or two things, I, I mean, with you. He said, Scotland is full of legendary tales and mythological stories, as well as many talented folklorists, poets, and writers who have collected them over the centuries with its fairest with its fairy tale landscapes locks castles battlefields it's easy to understand why scotland has such a rich history of folklore now look at this they are ascribing the ability or would i would i call it ability or the talent that this group of persons have come to embrace and somehow, I wouldn't use the word weaponize now, but they have turned it to their advantage in giving to the world amazing stories, creating the stories that attract the world to that landscape. To So you could say they use it to like attract people 
in terms of tourism, study, uh, research, adventures, and all that. But now they look at their landscape, the landscapes, the locks, their castles, and their battlefields. If you see some good movies, you know, directed or produced in Hollywood by good directors like Steven Spielberg and all the others, they always use sights and sounds within Scotland and all. But now, this is where I'm going. This set of people have come to embrace what naturally they have. Their landscapes, their locks, castles, their battlefields, you can say their tradition, what they have grown over the years and it has been handed over to them from one generation to the other and somehow they have harnessed the potential, the inherent potential in this art of storytelling that everything about them is expressed in storytelling. Now we have wonderful iconic figures who have come from that part of the world and the world cannot but notice them. And I'm going to go through some of them. Names like Robert Burns, famed though, I mean, I'm reading one or two things now. Robert Burns famed the world over for his poetry and songs. Burns is Scotland's national bad and the most well-known Scot- Scottish storyteller. Growing up in the 18th century, he heard many folk, folk tales and stories of the supernatural when he was a boy, even though he declared himself skeptical of such things. As an adult, Barnes did confess that the tales still had a strong effect on his imagination late at night. You know, he's, I mean, he's well known. I mean, if you're in the world of poetry, you must have come across him. But you see now, this is someone who has sat at the foot of his ancestors, his predecessors, and more or less drink from them. They tell him stories about their heritage, their history, and somehow his imagination came alive and he somehow has created a unique style that the world cannot but embrace. Another name is J.M. Barry, playwright and novelist. James Matthew Barry was born in 1860 in the small town of, uh, permit me, <laughs> Keremur in Angus. I'm not sure if I called that, if I got that correctly. He's best known as the creator of beloved children's character, Peter Pan. Yes, the weaver's cottage where he was born and spent his early childhood includes a white house in the yard said to be the inspiration for the Wendy house. (laughs) For those of us who know the Peter Pan story. So you see now, Peter Pan. Yes, Peter Pan's story is one that, I mean, every boy or should I say almost all the children who go through formal school education and your story, I mean, your bedtime story and all that, it comes up. But one name that has made Peter Pan so famous, you know, amongst children, even in the musical industry, Michael Jackson, you know, he always 
uh, talks about when you listen to that he speaks you know have you seen my childhood you come to see it. I mean he's always referring to Peter Pan and he you know in the beat of expressing that built the Neverland you know ranch where he lives enough said another name again is Margaret Fayshaw yep we know that name Pittsburgh Bong folklorist photographer and a musician Margaret Fayshaw lived in the Isles of Kana for over 60 years she moved to the Hebrides in 1929 living on south east where sorry that i may not have called that correctly where her collection both written and photographic began i mean began i beg your pardon she published a book entitled folk songs and folklore of south east filled with tales from the community wow another name again is hugh miller born in chromati Hugh Miller became an important collector of folklore and a profuse writer of stories, books, and newspaper articles. One of his books entitled Scenes and Legends of the North of Scotland brought together local folk tales from around Cromarty and the Moray Theft. Now, I'm going to go down... Give me a minute... Two, one that we all are familiar. I want to believe almost all of us are familiar with it. The Loch Ness Monster. Yes. Almost all of us. Yep. The Loch Ness Monster. Most famous of all Scotland's mythological creatures is of course Nessie as they call as they call it. An internationally known Scottish legend, the Loch Ness Monster, is said to inhabit the waters of the Loch Ness in the Highlands and is commonly described as long-necked with the body of a serpent. Sightings and public speculations have occurred regularly from the 1930s onwards and Nessie, as it came to be known, is now an icon of Scottish myth. Wow, this is a land far away, far, far, far away. And somehow their stories have been harnessed. And as as it were, they've woven it into the fabric of their consciousness that they pride themselves as the best or one of the best storytellers in the world. Does that not fascinate you? And that is one thing I've come to see. That in Africa, in Nigeria, because I'm a Nigerian, we have a huge heritage, a huge story bank, if I must use that word. But we've not been able to harness it and tell our story tell our story like my daughter would say daddy tell me a story tell me your story how many of us can really sit down and ask our parents our grandparents the oldest person in the community tell us our story tell us the story so that in your words in that breath that you are 
releasing, we will come to connect with our story. Because there's always a moral to learn from every story. There's always a moral. Like I said, no matter how complicated an issue is, the minute you bring it into the sphere of storytelling, you create this interest in the mind or the minds of everybody or if not everybody, so many people. You, you, you arouse this hunger, this test, and they just want to know. They just want to know more. And in course of that, they connect with the character you have created. And you come to see that somehow they, 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 they begin to like fashion themselves after or the similitude of the character that you have created in that story. Maybe that character is uh, not a villain per se now, but a hero. Wow. Storytelling. I can go on and on talking about it. But there's so much we can achieve. There's so much we can do. There's so much we can become. There's so much we can pass and bequeath to our children, to our, what I say, world, by the art of storytelling. But we have so much embraced the other side and we have forgotten so much about who we really are. Who we really are and where we're coming from. And you can never enjoy the best of life if you don't know your story. If you don't ride on your story that is why it is called history yes there is always an event an activity that follows or ensues from our relating with one another relating with nature relating with our environment relating with even the atmosphere the stratosphere and what have you and in course of that relationship or relating we come to see things emanate things are born you know we come to see that wow our capabilities our competences our yes wealth are expressed we cannot let it just slide by we need to wake up to it we need to embrace it for real we need to because you know sometimes I sit down I really sit down and I look back I try to imagine what was it like around this place as a certain of time when things had not shifted changed as we know it today then the hands that crafted all of this what they encountered things that they dealt with more or less what they dominated what they dominated the dominion that they expressed because that is what i see here with the scots they're talking about what and what their encounters 
how they handled their encounters manipulated nature if i must use that word to their advantage and it's like wow so we're capable of this we are capable of this and from that they have gotten a myth and now the myth is part of their belief system is part of their culture and it's like they can boost and brag anywhere we have one of the best storytellers in the world from here all right <laughs> yes i felt that she just stopped by your door this pleasant day to share this with you you know how we do it on the show we always come into this space are uh, to share and lean on one another's experience to forge a positive path as we go on it's time for us to tell our story following the similitude of the pattern of the scots yes the pattern of the scots telling our story i got to go now i mean i'm around i'm around i'm in the neighborhood and when i come again definitely i'm going to share some wonderful wonderful moments with you go ahead let's make history together till i come your way again bye for now awesome time it has been with you on the world cafe podcast today thank you for being there you can catch me up on my social media handles twitter facebook linkedin instagram or at amakri isoboye also you can get copies of my books a cocktail of words the color of words and my hr notebook on amazon and on robin heights online bookstores you can also subscribe to my youtube page at the same address yes till we see you again bye for now